0: questions for RTE, its Director General and Chair of the RTE Board, are being asked and covered by several newspapers again this morning. Crisis deepens, says the Daily Mail on its front page, an organisation which has long since become a byword for rampant misgovernance, according to an analysis by Arthur Beasley in the Irish Times. Media Minister Catherine Martin has asked that Kevin Backhurst and Shuni Rahaly meet her at her department headquarters this morning, after a weekend of mounting political pressure on RTE to make public the details of payments to senior executives who've left the organisation. There was confirmation at the weekend that former Director of Strategy Rory Coveney was paid what appears to have been a year's salary when he left RTE last July. Here's his brother, Government Minister Simon Coveney, recusing himself from comments.
1: For obvious reasons, given the fact that I had a brother who was on the RTE executive and is the source of a lot of discussion uh, uh, and media commentary, you know, I have held a consistent position that I think is the appropriate position. and I think most people would understand that.
2: But does that include not taking part in those discussions in cabinet about
1: RTE's future? Well, look, there'll, there'll be there'll be a conversation, I'm sure, in cabinet in the coming weeks and months around uh, the the appropriate funding for RTE, the appropriate funding model. Um, I mean, as I say, I have stayed out of the debate since the summer, since the various different crises unfolded in RTE. Uh, and I think for understandable reasons. Uh, um, and there's uh, there is no shortage of other political or public commentary in relation to these issues. But I think, um, uh, for me, because of the conflict that was there, uh, I've made a decision to stay out of it.
0: That's Government Minister Simon Coveney taking questions from reporters yesterday. Daniel McConnell is editor of the Business Post newspaper. He's with us this morning. Uh, Monday morning, Danny, where is the story now? Good
2: morning, Gavin. Yeah, I, I think... I think it's very clear that last week was an incredibly damaging week for RT on foot of a very damaging year for the broadcaster. I think the revelation around Breed um exit package certainly did a considerable uh, damage in terms of its credibility, not only I think because of the late nature of the, the revelation, but how it came out. I mean, we know that various Rockless committees have been seeking this information for several months now, and RT's corporate um, brass have essentially said, listen, we can't release this information on foot of confidentiality clauses etc like that and then for it literally is supposed to be dragged out of of kevin Backhurst and, and senior or team management in front of the committee last week i i think really just did serve to damage credibility you know at a time when everything related to RT is now under the political spotlight. They're very much in in the political crosshairs and, and everything has to be viewed through that prism. You know, and, and when I suppose you were a long way on from the Ryan Tuberty payment scandal, we are now, you know, very much, this is now a, a scandal around or, or controversy around the payments to exiting people at senior level at a time when yourself and your colleagues are feeling the brunt of, of cutbacks and, and, and kind of resource issues across the board. And also at a time when the, the future funding of RT remains uh, in question. The government has yet to kind of land on a, um, I suppose, a funding model for RTE. And so the, you're in a very, I suppose, heady, febrile atmosphere here. Um, and I think, I suppose, the meeting today between Catherine Martin the media minister and Shuni Rahili, the chair of orti and Kevin backhurst I suppose will be very much in the lines of demanding further transparency from the organization and I suppose that's been the call from across the political spectrum is for the greatest degree of 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 of, of suppose um of transparency from the organization and obviously there's still a number of senior uh, management figures who have left the organization whose I suppose severance packages are still very much of interest to politicians and to the wider public.
0: Where's all this going and where's it going to end up? How much detail on exit payments will politicians demand and get before we can move on from this?
2: It's difficult to say, Gavin, I suppose, but I think it's as long as there's a sort of a a tension between an organisation like RTÉ Refusing, for whatever reason, be it legitimate or otherwise, uh, to give full transparency, and demands from a political class saying, "Listen, you, you've now had many months of hearings with the Roxas committees. You know, some information has had to be essentially dragged out of you," as the politicians have said. Um, until I think you know, politicians feel that they are getting full transparency from Orti. I think these tensions are going to uh, remain, and I think ultimately Orti are going to remain under the spotlight. I, I, I think ultimately, from if you're. Kevin Backhurst, you know, you're you're trying to, I suppose, stabilise the organisation. You're trying to put it on a, a viable footing for the future. That obviously means. Changes in terms of the the volume of people at the organisation, but he's doing that I suppose with at least one arm tied behind his back at the moment because he doesn't know how he's going to be funded. He's not. He doesn't know how he's going to fund his organisation, and also as well, you know, he's had to change his senior management team in the teeth of a national political crisis and and I suppose national national controversy, and everything related to RT at the moment. As I said, is now being viewed through that prism of you know, you know, there's suspicion. There's definitely a lack of confidence, and there's certainly a degree. W- with which I think RT has failed to, I suppose, uh, adhere to good practice, co- good corporate governance practice um, on, on several fronts. And that, I suppose, is the real difficulty for both Shuni Raheli and Kevin Backers when they go into the, uh, the media minister later today.
0: Separately, Danny, sad news too this morning reported in the Irish Times the death of their former correspondent and regular contributor to RT, Michael O'Regan. You would have worked with, and known Michael well,
2: I would have and and this is desperately sad news Michael was the epitome of a gentleman journalist Um, I worked with him and soldiered with him in Leinster House for many years and you know you would never fail um, to be kind of buoyed by his enthusiasm his natural enthusiasm not only for politics but for for life generally Uh, he was incredibly good company um, and he was a very good mentor to younger journalists I remember when I first went into Leinster House in my my mid to late 20s and Michael was one of those voices who would you know look out for you and, and give you kind of a a word of encouragement to tell you, you know, keep going, you're doing doing well. But he would regularly regale his colleagues with great stories of times gone by and battles fought and, and, you know, he he had an encyclopedic knowledge of politics not only in his beloved Kerry but across the country. Um and I think for me, I would always remember, you know, the the wisdom that he would impart about the battles, you know, going back to the Hockey area or even under you know the earlier days of Bertie Hearn before I entered politics. Um and he was just a joy to work with and my, my sympathies go to his family this morning and to all his colleagues in the Irish Times and all my former colleagues in Leinster House as well who who will miss him terribly.
0: Yeah, a lovely man. I really liked him. Uh, Danny McConnell, editor of the Business Post. Thank you for speaking with us this morning.